We are all empowered to create and choose the conditions for happiness at work. Like we don't have to wait for it to come to us. We don't have to have the perfect conditions. But happiness will ebb and flow over time. You're listening to DBX, the digital business experience. Today's guest is Dr. Tracy Brower. She's the author of The Secrets to Happiness at Work. She's a contributing writer for Forbes and Fast Company, and also the principal of applied research and consulting for Steelcase, the global leader in the office furniture industry. On this episode, we talked about the intertwining of EX, employee experience, and how that contributes to the bottom line of customer experience. I went to Tony Robbins, motivational deal that was really insane. You're exhausted when it's all said and done. They made a mistake in the the scheduling and he said, this is supposed to go X amount of hours. If you can stick with me, it would be great. And there was not one person that left, but there were several inflection points that were really powerful. One of them in particular, worked on the juxtaposition of success versus fulfillment. I mean, you use the term fulfillment, and you're talking about happiness in the workplace. I find this topic immensely satisfying because it it appeals to probably more to one group of people inside of an organization than another, and probably the, the other group that's you know more on the operations and outcome side of it, probably, I wouldn't say bristle at it, but probably have a hard time wrapping their heads around all these things. Yet what I got in that Tony Robbins conference was the impact of fulfillment on people is immense. It hit home that having a balance around fulfillment. And so as you're sitting down and looking at fulfillment inside the organization and unpacking how that is important to happiness at work, What are some of the things that you hone in on in terms of what needs to change for the person and and maybe the organization? Mm, Gosh, I love that question. I really like your point that there's a difference between fulfillment and success and Mm -hmm. happiness is related to all of those. You know, I think sometimes we think about happiness as this easy street, like cakewalk. Like if I make the right decisions, I'll be happy all the time. You know, it'll be roses and butterflies and lollipops. And that's just not the way life is, you know? No. Unfortunately, no. right? Yes. But there's a whole lot to be said for hard work and challenge. And when we feel like we need to really think hard about something and work hard at something, and when we're challenged by it, that's really motivational. It's a really good thing to break a sweat, either literally or figuratively. And so I think fulfillment is partly about that challenge, that feeling like we have something to offer and we don't have it all figured out yet. And we can actually really, really make a difference when we work really hard. And I think another element of fulfillment and happiness is all about relationships. You know, like Mm. we talked a little bit about this before, but when we feel like we've got that scaffolding, that social capital, those good relationships with others, those trusting relationship with others, again, that doesn't mean every relationship is perfect. But when we feel like we get feedback from people in a meaningful way, when we feel like we're making a contribution to the team, when we feel like we matter to the success of that team, Team, when we feel like we have something unique to offer, those all have a lot to do with fulfillment. And I think we can pay attention to those. And the other thing that's important about those is that 
you can do something about them. It's not like you choose a job and hopefully it's the right one. And gee whiz, maybe I'll be happy and maybe I won't. We can be really intentional about creating happiness given some of those variables. I think that you've hit on some subjects and you're talking about things, which as I listen to them, I think are the hardest things to do in an organization. Because if we think about it, if you're the sales manager, VP of revenue, you're like, hey, Jeanette, where are you on your quota? It's very empirical, right? This is a time and this is a number and you need to hit that. This is how I'm going to measure your value to the organization, success or failure, all these things. There's a lot of pressure that comes around that. And so when you start talking to people around like, well, fulfillment as well, they're like, well, if I don't take care of these things right here, <laughs> I, I don't know how I'll get to fulfillment. How do you address that inside the organization? You're talking to maybe a VP of sales, you're working across the business units. How do you get them to adopt this mindset of happiness at work and fulfillment? Yeah, right. That's the $6 million question. I mean, I think that increasingly business leaders are seeing that happiness has bottom line results. Mm -hmm. When people feel fulfilled, they will give more discretionary effort. You know, we know that from so much third party research. If we, if, if it's about kind of, you know, cracking the whip and asking people to just do more and more and more for the company, they may wake up in the morning and be willing to do that for a while. But the real thing that will wake them up in the morning is feeling like there's some reciprocity. Humans are fundamentally reciprocal. When we feel like we get something from the organization, we want to give back to the organization and we give back through that discretionary effort. And so getting bottom line results and making customers happy, seeing people work hard for the kinds of shared purposes are all part and parcel of giving people that opportunity to be fulfilled. And that's partly about finding work that's as aligned as possible to what they really love to do, what they excel at. 